welcome to the Rory Rumback. I'm your host, Jeff Brown, and I have a great interview for you guys today with George Mason, guard, Tyler Kolick, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We will deep dive into our local, high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rory Runback episode 56 and I have a great interview for you guys today with George Mason, freshman guard for the men's basketball team, Tyler Kolick. Tyler was a great interview. Tyler played his high school ball here in Rhode Island. He's a Rhode Island native. He grew up in Cumberland uh, and took his took his talents to St. George's after you know playing on the Cumberland high school team. He decided to go to St. George's. We talked about his basketball career, playing with his dad, his brother, what his time was like at St. George's, what Coach Pena had did, done for him in his career. Just a great interview overall with Tyler. He's just, he's just a really cool kid. And, you know, it's awesome to see him play at George Mason and, like, work his way into the starting lineup and putting up some good numbers and, you know, doing a great job for them. So it was great, great conversation with him. But before we get into that interview, just a reminder, you guys can watch today's episode on YouTube by searching Rory Runback. That is... Um, you know, to search the road, run back and hit hit like, share, and subscribe as well to stay tuned here if you can't watch it or if you want to watch it later, feel free to. But just remember to hit that share, like, and subscribe button on both podcasts and uh, YouTube. So it's much appreciated. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, just a quick update. Every sun, every Sunday there will be a morning recap show. A morning recap show of all the high school sports uh, games. Mostly we're just doing the games from Friday. Uh, doing some quick updates as we go along. We're getting, uh, you know, better and better. Uh, I'm lucky enough that Ball and RI, uh, Ramon De Los Santos, will be joining me going forward on this for the rest of the season. So that just helps out extremely because he his insights are awesome. So I hope you guys were able to catch this past Sundays. We did the rankings. Um, so it was a lot of fun. We had a good time doing it. Um, but just a reminder, everyone, that also those episodes are pre-recorded on Saturday. So don't jump on Ball and RI when he... Doesn't have your update updated yet, so all those power rankings. All right, let's get into the interview with Tyler. Here is Tyler. All right, on today's show, I welcome on a very special guest. He is a Rhode Island native and the guard for George Mason, Tyler Kolick. Tyler, how are you today? Good. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. How are you doing during all these COVID times? Trying to get through. I mean, you know, all this uncertainty, you never know. Yeah, it's, it's tough. How's school with? Uh, COVID, are you guys online or what's up? Yeah, so we just had a, a pretty long break uh, in the semester and we're starting back up now uh, tomorrow, actually Monday. Um, all my classes are actually online, so can't really see anybody. Yeah, that's that's tough, but tough, tough for your freshman year of college too when you have to do everything online, don't really get the, you know, meet, go to classes, meet some people and stuff like that outside of, outside of uh, like basketball and everything. Yeah, there's no really – the college experience is not there this year for sure, but, you know, there's always next year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got you got three more years of college to go. Um, so, Ty, I want to jump into it. 
about your basketball career. When did you start to develop your love for the game? Uh, well, I mean, when I was really young, uh, my dad actually, my dad actually played. Um, so I'd always be at his men's leagues games and, uh, just playing with him. He'd always take me to the YMCA when my mom was working. We'd go there at night with, uh, me and my brother play two on two, three on three, stuff like that. So, I mean, definitely from a young age, uh, I developed a love for it. That's awesome. And was there like a, a player that you grew up idolizing or was there like, or was it your dad? Who was it that you really wanted to like be like when you were growing up? I mean, I wouldn't say that I really wanted to be like anybody, but I mean, just watching my dad and seeing him play was really cool. I mean, obviously didn't see him in his prime and everything like that, but, uh, but I mean, he was, he still shooting to this day. I mean, he, he'd like to say that he could beat me in a shooting contest, but I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of goes my way now, not his. Yeah. Yeah. You have a brother too that plays as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. He goes to Franklin Pierce University as a junior. That's awesome. So what's it like when you guys, do you guys have some good competitions against each other? <laughs> yeah. I mean, early on when we were younger, uh, it was, it was a lot of battles. I mean, we weren't really allowed to play one-on-one because -on -one it, <laughs> it would end in a fist fight every time. Like, so, I mean, he would, he would beat me. Uh, I mean, he was two, he's two years older than me. So, um, I mean, he would just back me down, back me down. And then I just start following him <laughs> It would not end well. My dad would always have to break it up, but I mean, it's good. It was good when we play like two on two and stuff like that. Me and him against other people. I mean, it's always been my uh, my backcourt partner. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, did you guys ever have like? Do you guys ever still play like around? If you get together around for the holidays, you guys still play horse or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, so not this summer since COVID, but it actually, me, and my dad, and my brother are in this uh, four on four league with my other friend uh, Jermaine. Uh, it's just in like this. Uh, kind of three fourth quarter court, but it's, but there's two baskets and it's outside in this, in this guy's backyard. So it's That's a pretty awesome. good league. Yeah. Awesome. Do you dominate? I'm assuming you guys do uh, back to back to back champions. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, and then when growing up, when did you kind of realize that you were kind of separating yourself from the competition in basketball? Yeah. Well, when I was younger, I would always play up. Well, I played with the Rhode Island Hawks for AU. Um, I mean, the first memory that I had of basketball was probably third grade when I was uh, playing CYO for St. Joan of Arc, which is just church league. And uh, I remember we went to the New England finals. Um, and I was in third grade playing up with the fifth and sixth grade. Wow. So, so I mean, that was, that was, it was actually my birthday, right? The game day. So that's why I remember it. But I mean, that was, that was definitely, I mean, playing with, playing with older guys really helped me a lot. So from a young age, just playing with them, that just definitely helped me. That's awesome. How did you end up at uh, How did you end up at St. George's? Uh, so I was looking to transfer um, after my sophomore year, a little bit when I was at Cumberland, um, and then so I was looking at a few places, uh, Milton Academy that year particularly. Um, but then I, I didn't really want to leave yet, so because um, I mean I wasn't really. I mean I, I was I was decent. We just won the state championship my sophomore year with my brother. Wow. Um, but I mean, I, I wasn't really to the level where I was my junior year, because I mean, I just turned it up a notch, you know, training and everything like that that summer. So after my junior year, um, I looked at a few schools again, Milton Academy, Lawrence Academy, St. Andrews, obviously my brother went there, but St. George just really stood out to me. I mean, Coach Pina is a great guy. He really, he helped me with, with everything, with, with school, with uh, getting recruited, getting better. I mean, St. George was just a great opportunity. So. Definitely jumped on it. 
That's awesome. And what's it like to go to like a school that's like in Newport on like on the water or like in Portsmouth and that on that water and that great scenery. It's like just looks like a beautiful campus. Yeah, I mean, you're walking down the down the campus down there's a main street and to your right you just see the water. So I mean that's pretty cool, but in the winter it's kind of it's a little dead, a little groggy. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be a little colder on the winter. Um, so when you were at St. George's, is there a game that really sticks out to you the most? The game? Um, no, I mean, my, so my first year there, we were, I think we were in the, in the ISL, which is like the league that, so we were in class B, but yeah. then there's like a league within that um, called the ISL. We were like seventh or something in the ISL. Um, we did, we were just still trying to gel, just get used to each other. I mean, it was we had a lot of new guys um, on that team. But the next year, I mean, the game that stood out, we we actually uh, my senior night, um, we were going. We needed to win that game to um, win the ISL or be co-champs with uh, the Brooks School, who we had actually lost to, but they lost to somebody else. So we had both had one loss. So I mean, that game was pretty special because uh, I mean, two years before that. They, they only had, I think, four, four or five wins. So, I mean, it was just special for Coach Pina and all the guys just to turn it around like that. That's awesome. That's great. Is that now, is that the picture? I don't know if you've been to the website. Is that the picture where you guys are all jumping around in the locker room celebrating? Uh, no, that's actually, so we so we had this thing called Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, so it's like, that's like, so normally our games at prep school, the games are either on a Wednesday or a Saturday, and they're at like 3.30 or 4.30. So, I mean, so all, and all the other students, you, you have an activity that you have to do. So like an afternoon activity after classes. So like they would, they would either be on like uh, a JV team or playing a different sport or doing like photography or so you just had to do something. You couldn't just be like sitting around. So, so not many fans would get, be able to get to our games regularly. Mm-hmm. It was just mostly just parents. Uh, but so Friday night lights was like a whole event we did with every sport, like football in the fall, we did a hockey event too. It was like, so the game's at seven o'clock at night and uh, the whole school goes to it, like standing room only in the gym. So it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a double overtime or maybe overtime game that we won against a big, uh, big opponent. So we were just all happy after that. that that's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, and then in the ISL, in the, in, like in that league, you were named player of the year twice. What's that honor like? I mean, there's been some great players, uh, I was Cormac Ryan, who's at Notre Dame. Um, Tyler Aronson won that one year. Um, Azar Swain, who was at Yale. Jermaine uh, Samuels was at Villanova. I mean, just great players. I, I mean, I was just lucky to get it. Um, just all, all my coach helping me out and everything like that. But actually, a lot of guys that have won it have been uh, Middlesex Magic uh, members, my AU team. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. And what's it like? What was it like? This is actually my next question. What's, what's it like to be part of the Middlesex Magic? What was it like to be part of that AU program? Yeah, I mean, it was it was great. Uh, so I played, uh, I moved over there probably ninth grade, um, played that year, and then played that summer, ninth grade. And then I actually uh, couldn't play the summer, I actually played the spring. I had surgery on my knee um, go, going into 10th grade in that summer. Um, so I couldn't play. And then the next year, couldn't play that fall, came back in the spring, uh, the sophomore year AU. I mean, that's when it re- everything really ramps up from there. Like being so ninth grade, eighth grade stuff doesn't really matter in AU. I mean, obviously 
you want to play and you want to get better. But I mean, nobody's coming to see your games or anything like that. But 10th grade is really when, I mean, some of the coaches start reaching out, they can start reaching out. So that was a great experience. That's awesome. And what, what was your recruiting process like? How did you decide to go to George Mason? If you can answer that question, I don't know if you can. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, so my first offer was Bryant University. Um, it was probably April of my junior year at Cumberland. Um, and then, I mean, usually once you get one offer, everything starts to snowball. So, so my junior year, I knew I was reclassing after that year. So I, I still played 17s, even though I could have played, uh, could have played 16s because I was reclassing. Um, so, I mean, it got pretty crazy because everybody, oh, he's playing up, he's playing up, but it was really, really my age group, uh, all along. But once I got that first one, um, then a few more came in and then it really started to pick up not not so much that summer but once I got to St. George's um the coaches were already were already obviously at an IME but once I got to St. George's we were doing workouts um like at lunch after school and then we'd have like three or four coaches every day in the gym like different different coaches um and they just started picking up from there that's awesome and then, how did you decide on George Mason yeah I mean it was a tough decision I came down uh five schools I actually narrowed it down to um, that were really recruiting me the most uh, George Mason Northeastern Holy Cross um, <clears throat> Vermont um, and Elon so those schools were really recruiting me hard I took I took my uh, my first official visit to Elon I really loved it there the coaches there uh, coach Shragi and coach Holmes uh, the head coach and the associate coach they're really great guys um, and then I took my second official visit to George Mason. Uh, and I mean, it just it just felt right uh, being here. Uh, and then after that, I took I took like a middle of the week visit to Northeastern. Uh, it was just like one overnight. We went out to dinner. Those guys are great too, um, Coach Cohen over there. Um, but I mean, I just I just felt like this was home at George Mason, and I, I made a great connection with Coach Paulson and all the assistant coaches. Um, and my AU coach, uh, Mike Crotty, he actually played for Coach Paulson at Williams University. So, I mean, that was a good connection. That's awesome. Is there something with the name uh, George is in the school that you attend? Because you went to St. George, <laughs> George Mason. Is that I didn't realize. I didn't actually realize that till afterwards, uh, after I committed. Then somebody had said that to me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, now, what's it like when you get to the Division One level? What's the speed like? What's what's the adjustments that you have to make to, you know, need to work your way into the starting lineup? I mean, it's definitely definitely adjustments with the whole body all the way around uh, from getting stronger to getting faster and quicker, everything like that. I mean, when I first came in, I was obviously lifting all this summer um, through everything, trying to um, be ready. But, I mean, just the physicality, you don't really know until you get there. Like, these dudes – I mean, they've been in the weight room four or five years. Some of them are 24, 23 years old, grown men. So, I mean, you never know, really know what you're getting yourself into. But, I mean, once I got here, um, there, there was definitely an adjusting period uh, through the preseason and everything like that. Because um, first off, we could only start uh, with, like, individual workouts because of, of our uh, quarantine. So we, we couldn't be with the other guys just yet. Um, and then after that, we got into group workouts. Um, and then after the group workouts, whole team workouts. So once we get to the whole team workouts um, and practices, basically, um, it was it was good. I mean, I got to see what uh, what my teammates were doing. I got to see, they got to see what I was doing. So 
I built a good uh, rapport with them and just went from there. That's awesome. And now, um, what's it been like the most like difficult thing with COVID in your first year playing college basketball? What's what's it all been like just playing playing college ball just with COVID going on? And how's that? How's that? How's that going? Yeah, I mean, it definitely takes a toll on on your mental health. Uh, I mean, all I do, we, we have workouts. Uh, we actually had an off day today, so I just I just worked out earlier this morning. Now I'm back in my room. We can't really see. We don't we don't go around the other students or anything like that because that's just, that's pretty high risk to catch the virus. But you know, I mean, you basically just just isolating yourself. So that that's pretty hard. But the basketball aspect, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, our game on Wednesday is up in the air against. Uh, George Washington, because they had tested positive. So we don't know if we're going to play them, somebody else. And then back, back, back earlier in the season, we, we had somebody test positive and we were, we were on shutdown for a little while. So that was definitely hard to deal with. But. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, what's it like, you know, like you had mentioned like a team, I don't know if you guys have faced this yet, but you had mentioned with George Washington, what's it like if you like a team test positive for COVID, you got to play them and then you switch and you have to play another team. What's the adjustment there? Like, how do you guys prepare for something like that? Yeah, I mean, like like you said, we actually had that happen. We were supposed to play Northeastern uh, first game of the year. And then the day we got there or the day we we're about to go there, like leaving, they tested positive and another team. So it was a bubble type, type, uh, bubble type tournament. So we were going to Washington, D.C., to be in this little bubble, we would get tested when we got there. It was us, Howard, uh, Belmont, and supposed to be Northeastern. But then we actually ended up playing Queens College Division Two, so they just jumped in. So I mean, that was definitely hard because we we had never played them, didn't know who their guys were, who their personnel was. So I mean, you just got to be ready for anything. Like it's, it's COVID times, as my coach says. So you just got to stay ready and be vigilant. That's that's very true. Now, what's it like? Uh, you know, come home. And play play at URI, play against URI. Uh, what's that like? I mean, in an unusual setting, unfortunately. But what's that like just to be, you know, come back to Rhode Island and play play a game and against like a you know some a school that's right in your backyard? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely special. Uh, I mean, too bad there weren't any fans there, but my dad would have loved to <laughs> love to have been there. But um, my grandparents too; they actually haven't seen a game yet, uh, just just on TV. But um, no, I mean, it was special. Just, I mean, we stayed actually uh, in the Newport Marriott. Um, so that's probably five five minutes from, from St. George's. So, I mean, it was special. This summer, I was always down in Newport, everything like that. So just going over the bridge, seeing everything like that, just being back home, getting a sense of normalcy was, was definitely good. But, I mean, the game itself uh, didn't really go as planned as we wanted to. We were, we were up 10 in the first half, but we just couldn't sustain it. So, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, hopefully next year – I'll definitely be at the game next year when you guys play a URI where, you know, allowed, hopefully if everything is back to normal, but I'll definitely be at a URI game. I'll probably might be the only one wearing a George Mason shirt. <laughs> so I might get heckled, but I hey, to get my family section when they'll all be wearing George Mason. Yeah. I'll go hang out with them. But <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. I'd love to come see you play when you're at URI. It'd be a lot of fun. I'll definitely get my George Mason gear for sure. Cause I'm a big fan of yours now. Uh, obviously for being on the show and everything, uh, you know, and, you know, being a Rhode Island guy, you got to root for the Rhode Island guys, right? <laughs> sure. It's a little, little small community we got. Yeah, that's very, very, very true. All right. So I just want to ask you some questions just outside of basketball for people to get to know you. Do you have a favorite NBA team? 
favorite NBA team, uh, yeah, the Celtics. But I mean, I don't really like, oh, the Celtics are playing tonight. I don't really look at that. I just look, watch whoever's on national TV. So, but definitely the Celtics. Do you have like a favorite player? Uh, yeah, Damian Lillard. I really like his game. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorite too as well. Uh, what's your Super Bowl prediction? Super Bowl prediction. I mean, I'm hoping Tom Brady gets there. Uh, I mean, I, I was definitely a Patriots fan before, but I feel like I'm more of a Tom Brady fan than anything else. So I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, him and the Bucks can get there. And I would, I mean, it'd be a good story. One of my buddies is a Bills fan. They haven't they haven't done anything in a while, but um, it'd be a good story if it was Brady versus the Bills again. It just but I don't know. I think Kansas City's gonna get there. Patrick Mahomes is playing this week, so. Yeah, it's that's tough. I, yeah, I don't know. He's so tough, man. He's such a great quarterback. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's hard to stop that offense with Travis Kelsey, Tyree Hill, all those guys. Yeah, they have such good weapons, and I don't know. I think Brady might make it too because I never, you just never doubt Tom Brady. That's that's what I've learned all the time. Still <laughs> time, like Aaron Rodgers would probably be the MVP, but I mean, the, the great Packers are playing at, at a high level right now, but. I, think the Bucks will win yeah yeah we'll be interested to see what happens uh games today so hopefully we room for Tom to maybe we can make it to another Super Bowl for sure uh is there a pregame ritual that you have for every game uh no I mean I wouldn't say pregame ritual I would say more just like what I do to get ready I mean I don't I don't have like set I have to do this 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 it's more like I try so we have shoot around earlier in the day before the games um and then I always try and get a workout in before before we the actual game. Um, I did that back at St. George's uh, with my assistant coach, CJ Ward. He would work us out, or me, and then maybe one other guy would work out before the games. Just get ready. I mean, I always like to be warmed up. I mean, get a good feel for the ball, everything like that. So Nice, nice. And now what's your favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Outside of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> There's not much of that. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Probably so. When I'm in my room, I mean, I, I probably just play Fortnite most of the time. Do you really? If I'm not working out, yeah. it's just like like I'll go. We have practice early in the morning, then I'll come back, hang out for a little bit, play some Fortnite, go back to the gym after that. Like I mean, it's not really not really uh, much to do. So, who uh, do you guys? Does any of the other guys on the team play Fortnite? Yeah, I play with a few of the other guys on the team, and then some of my buddies. Who's the, who's the best player? Are you the best player out of all of them? Best player that I play with? Uh, there's one of the other dudes I haven't played with, uh, Jordan Miller. He plays on the keyboard. They said he's tough, but I haven't seen him play. So, I mean, that, the best player that I play with, probably, out of the, out of the four guys that I play with on the team. All right. Well, that's interesting. Well, Tyler, that's all I have for you today. Any, uh, any last things or anything you have to say or uh, questions for me or anything before we sign off? No, I just appreciate you having me. It was really fun being on. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know we're college basketball going on, school going on. I appreciate your time. It means a lot to me. Uh, it's awesome just to hear from a local guy and everything that you're doing. It's it's great. Keep up the great work, man. We're all rooting for you. I know I'm a big fan. Like I had mentioned before, definitely going to get my George Mason gear and uh, definitely can catch me at the URI giving some George Mason stuff. <laughs> for sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. That was my interview with Tyler Kolick. Great interview. Can't wait to get him back on the show, uh, you know, down the line. I'm sure we'll definitely 
link up and have him back on the show. So it was really fun talking to him. I'm excited for his college career and what he's doing at George Mason is continue to get better. You know, he's in the starting lineup and I just can't wait to see. He's just an absolute star stud for them and can't wait to see what he keeps doing for them going forward. On Wednesday and Friday, I bring an episode as uh, two great episodes. On Wednesday is St. George's uh, coach, Dwayne Pena. Uh, Pina, sorry, Dwayne Pina, uh, a great interview with Coach Pina, awesome interview, he's the St. George's head basketball coach over in Portsmouth, which is also a private and a prep school there, and then St. Andrew's coach Mike Hart, Michael Hart on Friday, so just a great interview with him as well too, and just a reminder, on Sunday we'll be coming to you live with the recap show, every Sunday you guys can tune in on YouTube, so appreciate you guys' support, I hope you guys be you know are out there and stay safe for everything that's going on uh definitely appreciate you guys just remember to wear your mask uh players wear your mask let's get keep having the season going thank you guys have a good one